Hi there, members, visitors, and friends. Welcome to End the Church Set, a podcast where we discuss issues and insights on how the body and the members can interact in ways that promote spiritual, mental, emotional, and relational well-being. I am Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, your host for this podcast. I am a licensed clinician. However, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We encourage you to engage in your own personal counseling. So come on in and take a seat on any pew you choose. We hope that your time here will leave you declaring with a hearty and resounding amen. So Pentecost this year was recognized on May the 28th, 2023. And so I'm not a theologian, and I won't do a whole exhaustive explanation on Pentecost, um, but I'll just simply say that it is recognized 50 days after Resurrection Sunday. And some have referred to Pentecost as the birthday of the church. So I know in the times in which we are currently living, you know, there are several people who are apathetic towards the church. And some have um, experienced what we refer to as church hurt, um, spiritual abuse, religious abuse, psychological abuse. Um, that those are real experiences, and I dare not minimize or dismiss those whatsoever. So I'm just really kind of acknowledging that in this day and time, there's a lot of apathy towards the church, and I just want to kind of say it because I know it to be true. And yet still, this is what we refer to as the, or is as is known as the birthday of the church. And surrounding church herd, I do plan to talk about that soon on some future episodes with the podcast, um, talking about church herd, what is church herd, how is it that we can read Late, how, I guess, how can we relate to the church in different ways after we have experienced what is known as church hurt or spiritual abuse? And we have different ways of kind of defining this. And even today, I'm daring not do any of that um, because I just have a very simple message that I want to say. I just want to acknowledge it, you know, having been a time of Pentecost and, um, as I was saying, I know it's mixed feelings around the church, and I understand that. I have had up and down relationship, kind of back and forth. Um, I've struggled in my relationship with the church as well throughout the years, and I am one that was kind of born into the church, if you will. My father, I think as I've stated on here before, had taken on his first pastorate like one month after I was born. So I was kind of born into the church, if you will. It's what I've always known. Um, and yet still here with it, even in its complicated uh, relationship, I, I'm still, you know, with the church. I know the church means different things to different people. I just simply will say I understand it to be a fellowship of believers that make up like local bodies of Christ and these local bodies of Christ are all parts of this global body of Christ. So I 
know that the church, again, has <laughs> been the center of a lot of controversy. And again, some of that is truly, rightfully so. Some, I think that we have maybe some expectations. You know, this is what the church ought to be doing or should be doing and not doing and all of the things. And I myself have been torn and pondered in that respect as well. So again, I just want to acknowledge that the church is flawed. I dare not, again, make it not be um, problematic for some people. But what I just do want to talk about is I do want to just kind of lift up what happened on Pentecost Sunday um, way back after Jesus initially ascended back to heaven to sit on the right side of his father. I'm not going to read this exhaustively in the scriptures. You can read the book of Acts, especially the first um, two chapters, three chapters, really gives great description of what took place. I just want to highlight a few points that I have read and just kind of talk about it as I um, myself am kind of reflecting on, you know, where am I? And how do I understand what Pentecost means and how does that inform what I do even now? That's really kind of all I want to talk about on today. So when we open up Acts 2, you know, everybody was joined together and there was this sound that had come through and everybody that had gathered there were like confused and they were um, astounded and they were amazed because all of what they heard that was taking place, they could hear it in their own native language. And this is when the Holy Spirit had, had come in and those who were there, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So I'm just going to read verse um, 12 from Acts 2. Again, I'm not, I'm skipping all over the first part of Acts 2. I hope you may read it on your own accord. But Acts 2 verse 12 says, they were all astounded and perplexed. Love that mix of emotions again. <laughs> Saying to one another, what does this mean? So again, the Holy Spirit had come in. It sounded like um, a violent Russian wind that had come in from heaven. The people were filled with the Holy Spirit. They had begun speaking in various languages, native tongues. And so everybody there could hear and understand in their own native tongue. And they were like, wait, how in the world is this happening? And so this is the question that they asked, like, what does this mean? And so that's kind of the question that I walk away with, like, what does this mean? And I'm going to pose that question to you. Like, what does this mean for you? So after that question was raised, Peter had delivered this really powerful sermon. And on down in verse 38, in that same chapter, in verse um, in chapter two, uh, Peter, excuse me, said, Peter replied, repent and be baptized, each of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So 
when people were asking what in the world was going on, and again, Peter had begun to tell them that they are seeing this prophecy that Joel had prophesied back in the day being fulfilled right before their very eyes. And he just told them to repent, to repent of their sins, to be baptized, and the gift of the Holy Spirit would be given to them. Later on in that particular chapter, it talks about how the people gathered, um, how they were joyful. They had sincere hearts. They brought their possessions together. They sold those things. They distributed to meet the needs of the people and that they were supposed to go out and to be witnesses. And so this is really what all I really want to say to us today, that we are to be witnesses after the Holy Spirit has come upon us. And I believe for me specifically, I've been asked to be the church, to be a witness to those who wonder if the church can acknowledge and advocate and address the many issues that plague and antagonize our emotional and mental well-being. All of this being undergirded and processed even through the lens of the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, the hope and the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. I've said it before, but if you're a new listener, um, I served at a church for almost 17 years after hearing a very clear instruction um, from the Lord that he wanted me to train as a therapist and take therapy and mental health integrated with the faith that we have in Jesus Christ and bring it into the church. And that's very much what I did. The door opened and I said, okay, Lord. And I did that for almost 17 years. There have been times when the church had not sufficiently addressed or held the mental health of his congregants, like central. I don't want to say they didn't say it was important. I just think that it just wasn't acknowledged. It just wasn't focused on. And thankfully that has shifted over the years and mental health is now being addressed and even being spoken about from the pulpits. But like I said, God had assigned me to the church He has yet to release me from being a church counselor, although at this present moment, I do not work in the physical church building. So what does this mean? As the Holy Spirit moves upon me, such as he has given me, I am to give to others, especially the members of the body of Christ. I've known church all my life. Like I said, I have been deeply acquainted with her in many ways, on many levels. And God has asked, has asked me, will I continue to serve his people in the area of counseling? And so I, I hang in there with the church. There, listen, y'all, in Revelations, there are letters to the churches where their alts, <laughs> the alts that the Lord had against them were addressed. It, it's like, listen, this is what I have against you. So Don't think that God does not know what is happening, even in his churches today. 
I trust and believe that just as he spoke even then and say, this is what I have against you. I believe that he is still doing that today. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is saying what I have against you. God knows. And so I pray, although you might be in a complicated relationship with the church or no relationship at all, maybe during this season of Pentecost, maybe you will begin to ask, what does this mean? Maybe considering giving the church um, another chance or maybe trying to determine how can I now relate to the church? All of us are to confess that we are sinners. All of us can ask for forgiveness and all of us can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that the Spirit of God is constantly doing the work of restoring those who are lost and those who are hurt and those who are disillusioned, even if it is by the church. And so as I prepare to close, I just ask, has the Holy Spirit moved upon you? Will you be a witness? What does this mean for you this Pentecost season, 2023? Will this be the time that maybe you will decide, how can I be the church? How can I consider giving like the church um, another chance? How can I even maybe be the source of a corrective experience for someone who has been hurt by the church? I just think that we're at a place. I think this Pentecost um well, at least for me, let me say, it is causing me to ponder and to raise those um, words that were identified back in verse 12. What does this mean? So that's my call. You have heard it. What will be your response? Will you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? Will you be a witness? Will you be a part of the church that will take what you have, distribute it to those who are in need. What will be your response? And the church said, 